Hallelujah. From the book of Luke, chapter 7, from verse number 19, the Bible reads as follows. He sent them to the Lord and asked, Are you the one who is to come? Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? Let us go on. Verse number 21. At that time, very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, illnesses, and evil spirit, and gave sight to those who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen. Go back to John and report what you have seen. Hallelujah. Amen. And heard the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the devil, the dead are raised, and good news is proclaimed to the poor. And blessed is anyone who does not stumble in account of me. If, if not, what did you see? Verse 25. Go out to see a man dressed in fine clothes. No, those who wear expensive clothes and including indulge in the luxury places. But what did you go and see, a prophet? Yes, I tell you, more than a prophet. This is the one whom it is written. I, send, I will send a messenger ahead of you who will prepare a way before you. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Actually here, what was happening, you know, the Bible is talking about, it was John the Baptist. John the Baptist, he sent his messengers. He sent his messengers and said, hey, go and see, go and ask Jesus Christ, are you the one whom we are waiting for? Or, must we wait for somebody else? Who was he talking about? He was talking about the Messiah. It was the question to say that, are you the Messiah? Are you Christ? Then John was asking what? Are you Christ? Are you the Messiah? Or must we wait for somebody else? You know, the Bible says that the Bible said that um, here is John asking, are you the one or must we wait for somebody else? Imagine, John was the one who baptized Jesus Christ. He was the one who the heaven opened. He saw the, the sign. He said the sign, the heaven opening, the Holy Spirit coming like a dove to Jesus. And he was the one, and he who had also that day when the Father spoke from heaven to say that this is my son whom I love. And now, even the, the, the sign which God has said that I will show you when the Messiah came, he has revealed it to John that day in Jordan. But after some times, because John was no longer close to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. He was not close. Jesus is revealed. After that, he go and you go another, continue to do what he's doing. Then now, he doesn't see what is happening in Jesus. He doesn't hear what Jesus Christ is saying. Now, he's stumbling. Now, he's doubting. Are you the one? Are you the Messiah? Are you the Christ? But why did John begin to stumble? 
Why did John begin to doubt? John is stumbling and is doubting because he was not close to Jesus. He did not hear when the Lord spoke. He did not see when the Lord acted. If he would have, he wouldn't have stumbled that this is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, there is a difference when you hear about Jesus Christ from afar. There is a difference when you experience himself. When you experience him spoke, the word of God has been spoken to you. There is a difference when you see what the Lord is doing and you experience it by yourself. There is a difference. Many people who doubt and wonder, is Jesus real? Is Jesus Christ alive? Is he the son of the living God? Many people are far from him. Are far. They can't hear him speak. They can't hear the word of God. They can see when he acts. Then the doubt begins to build up. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then the doubt begins to do what? To, to build up. If you want to walk successfully in faith and in Christ, you need to listen to him. Not, let me tell you this. Not listening to him once for a while, after a while. You know, some people, they say that they are Christians. When they say they are Christians, they don't expose themselves enough to the word of God. They don't expose enough, themselves enough to what Christ is doing then they end up being Christians who are unbelievers. They think they are still Christians, but they are not. Because they are doubt like this. John had an encounter with Jesus. John had a supernatural encounter. But because he, he, he said, that, okay, it's Jesus Christ. Yes, he's the son of the living God. Yes, he's the Messiah. After that, he does not dare to follow him. After that, he does not dare to keep close. He continues to do his things now. He doesn't even know what, what Jesus Christ is teaching. He doesn't even know what Jesus Christ is doing. Now the doubt begins to build up. It's like many Christians are like that. The day that this person was born again, yes, he, he was born again. Yes, this person had an encounter with God. This person had a supernatural encounter with the Lord. But the problem is that after that, that person walk away and begin to be busy like ordinary people. Begin to be busy with the things of the world and never kept a close distance with the Lord. And never lived hearing the word of God. And never lived practicing the word of God. Never lived doing the things of God. That's the problem of many Christians. There are many Christians today who are unbelievers and they don't know. No wonder when they hear, the, when they judge Jesus from afar, they will say, is it the one? There is somebody, I don't know, that, that phone was just put on the loudspeaker now or what? On the, on the messenger. It's giving a bit of noises. Hallelujah. Amen. Then that's the problem with many people. The things of God, they are not meant for you to do them once in a while. If you want to be a true and effective Christian. They don't want you to do once in a while. They don't want you to want them to do. You don't have to do them when you feel like, okay, maybe today I feel like praying. Maybe today I feel like going to church. Maybe for today I feel like, what I feel like, what I feel like it's all about. The things of God you have to do when you do feel like and don't feel like. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. You wake up and pray whether you feel like praying or you don't want to feel like praying. You have to be in the service because whether you feel like to be in the service or not, you do yourself a favor. Whatever you do, it must become your lifestyle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then when John, Jesus Christ was revealed, yes, he was close to him. He had a revelation. 
But after that, he kept a distance. Now, he does not even have had one sermon that Jesus Christ has perished. He has not had one sermon. He has not had an encounter with Jesus Christ. It became a disadvantage to him. Then he began to doubt. You know, sometimes I tell the people, you know, I used to, we were, we were operating this WhatsApp group, the online ministry through the WhatsApp group. I told them, most of them, when they begin to enter those groups, that if, if you want to walk in this platform very well and benefit, participate. If you don't participate, sooner or later I will see, I will see that person leaving because what? They, hey, because the more you participate, the more anointing touches you. They will, the more we walk in the spirit together. But the more you keep a distance, the more anointing lifts. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Then the things of God, we need to be engaged to them day in and day out. Amen. It's not because today I say I want to pray because I've got a problem. I want to pray because I've got a prayer request. Some people are like Amen. that. The day that you see that person praying, know that day today there is a prayer, there is a problem. Amen. If you see them, that person praying, know that is what today there is a problem. It's like the same thing I'm telling about that WhatsApp group, some stuff like that. Sometimes the day that I see this person commenting, I know a prayer request is coming. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But this thing must be a lifestyle. Hallelujah. Amen. We must live in Him. We must move in Him. And not do it because we are in trouble. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of Psalms chapter 1. I want to show you something there. Psalms chapter 1. La criata pason tarabaya. La criata pason takabazia katalabaha. Psalm chapter 1. The Bible says from verse number 1 Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or take, take or sit in the company of the mockers. But whose delight is in the law and of the Lord, and who meditate on his law when day and night. Then the Bible is telling us that the formula here that if you want to be blessed, your company must not be mockers. Your company must not be sinners. Your company must not be the wicked ones. But your you company must be that of the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Where you will meditate and practice the word of God day in and day out. Amen. Not because you are in trouble. Amen. Not because you have got prayer requests. Whether things are going well or we are living in Him, we are moving in Him, we are listening to the Word, we are practicing the Word. Hallelujah! Amen! Jesus must never be a visitor in your life. Amen. Jesus must never be a stranger to you. Some Christian, you know, Jesus Christ becomes a stranger like this. Where they begin to doubt... When they begin to doubt, you find a Christian doubting a, a pure miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. What is the problem? There is not used. Some, these are the people who visit the presence of God. These are the people who visit the glory of the Lord. When you are living in this kind of life close to Jesus, spending time with Jesus, first of all, he builds your faith through his word. You begin to, what he does, you begin to be used to it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. By this time, oh Peter, hey, by this time, oh, oh, all the apostles, it was a norm that the blind eyes opened. It was, it was a norm that he raises the dead. It was a norm that Jesus Christ is a what? It's a miracle worker. To them, but to John, 
it was not like that. He was not close to Jesus. I'm sure I don't know what could have happened now because his disciples, they were told now by Jesus Christ that Jesus said that, hey, when you go back, tell him what you have seen. Tell him what you have heard. That, hey, yeah, this Jesus Christ is, is not doing an ordinary things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. He's not doing ordinary thing to show that this is the Messiah. Nothing like this have ever happened. That miracle galore have happened like this. Amen. Nothing like this. This is Jesus is not an ordinary man. He's the Messiah. He's the Son of the Living God. Go and help. Imagine now, John is just hearing from afar. He's just hearing from afar. Whereas he was supposed to experience these things. He was supposed to be hearing the word of God from the master. Amen. When Jesus Christ is revealed to you, you must never let him go. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. This is what I did personally. I don't remember from the day that I, I was so, so uh, committed to the Lord, building the system to the Lord, and the Lord ever revealed to me. I don't remember the day that I ever said that I have taken a holiday from the Lord. Never. I am in Him for life. I am in Amen. Him beyond this lifetime. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. There is no room for us to take holiday to say, it's like I've prayed too much. Hey, it's like, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Never. Amen. In him we move. In him we, we live and we have our, and have our beings. Amen. You, have, you have gone to the place and you have reached a place where you have realized that without him I am nothing. And without him, I cannot do anything. Amen. I need him to survive. Amen. Then in the same way, Jesus Christ must be part of your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You must never allow a distance with him. Never. There must never be a distance. There must never be a room that you don't hear from him because doubt most of the time it begins to build up when people don't hear enough of the word of God. They are hearing it once a week. They are hearing it twice a week. Amen. They are hearing that word of God three times a week. Every day the word of God must be part of your life. No wonder Jesus Christ said that in the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse number 4. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by what? But by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hey, if the word of God, you have to live by it, and it's been compared by, with the bread, with food, that means it's a food to your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. In a week, how many times do you eat? Do you eat once? No. Do you eat twice? No. Why are you listening? Why does a person want to listen to the word of God once a week? Amen. If you can't live with the natural food with one meal once a week, then also the word of God once a week is not enough. Amen. If you cannot eat with eating only twice a day or twice a week, then that means also the word of God indulge on it as much as you eat or you were supposed to be eating food. Amen. Amen. Isn't that we have got people who eat in the morning, who eat in the afternoon, who eat in the evening? Yes, then if the word of God is compared with the food, so this is how our uh, this is our prescription for success. Hallelujah. Amen. For faith. Because we live by faith, not by what? Not by sight. And so faith comes by what? Comes by hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. Then this man, wonder-powerful man, more than a prophet. Jesus said that John was more than a prophet. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Now he was doubting the Lord. He was data on the Lord because he had not been spending time with him. The day he saw him, he had an encounter. The day he met him indeed, he had a, a revelation from above. Amen. But Amen. the problem, he lost contact. Amen. Then this is the Amen. problem of many people who you realize that they are, they are cold in the things of God. Amen. Why are they cold? Amen. Because they lack the fellowship with the master. They lack spending time with him and hearing from him. Amen. Amen. They are hearing from the wrong sources. Amen. Then we must not Amen. hear from the wrong sources. Hear from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as you keep on hearing him, as long as you can keep on seeing him, no, this thing is very easy. The Bible said that one day, you know, I like this. One day Jesus Christ was in the boat. No, he was not in the boat. The disciples on this time were in the boat. And there was a huge storm. And Jesus Christ, you know, he followed them walking on top of water. When he was walking on top of water then, the Bible said that when they were scared, they said, Jesus said, no, don't be scared. I'm not the ghost. It is me who is walking on top of water. And Peter said that, if it is you, Lord, tell me to come. Tell me to come. And the Bible said that. Jesus said, hey, come. And uh, he began to walk on top of water. As long as Peter kept on looking on Jesus, he could do the impossible. Amen. He could walk Amen. on top of water. Amen. But the problem Amen. began. Peter was distracted by the waves, by the wind. He began to realize, ah, I'm walking on top of water. This is water. Ah, ah. He began to doubt. When he began to doubt, he began to sink. And he began, oh, Lord Jesus, help me. And Jesus all came up with the hand and brought him out. He said, Peter, why did you doubt? He doubted because he looked at the wind. He looked on the waves. He looked on the storm. He Amen. was supposed to focus on Jesus. Amen. Then I'm saying the same thing. Also, John, if we focus on Jesus from verse from day number one after baptism, I'm telling you, he was not going to be sending people to say, are you the one or must we expect other people have, other people? But he lacked fellowship with the Lord. Amen. Then now he is doubting the Lord. Then to avoid doubting the Lord, we must have a fellowship with Him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. In a daily basis. Amen. Not in a weekly basis. Oh, let me tell you this. In the Old Testament, the people of old, they used to go to the temple of God once a week on Sabbath. Amen. Not in the New Testament. In the New Testament, okay, before we go to the New Testament, in the Old Testament, only the priests used to live in the presence of God. Amen. They used to live there. They used to work there in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. Amen. They were working on, it was their job. Amen. In the New Testament, all of us, we are priests. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Meaning that we have to live in the presence of God day in and what? And day out. Then this thing of going to church on Sunday, it is not a, for the New Testament church. It's an Old Testament church. It's just that they did not have a, a proper system which they can, it was not practicable. That there could be a church from Monday to Sunday like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Then they say, okay, let us just take this one thing from the Old Testament that they used to meet only on Sabbath. Let us meet once a week. But it is not practicable because what God requires is not fulfilled that God said that meditate upon my word when day and night. 
but with a platform like this we can fulfill it because now as I speak you are in your house Amen. you don't Amen. even have to drive to go to church Amen. hallelujah Amen. we are in the presence of God it is easy now to be in the presence of God day in and day out and day out. We don't have to test the presence of God. We have to enjoy the glory of God. Hallelujah. Wow. Say Holy Ghost. Help me to live in his presence. Help me to live in his power. Help me to live in his power. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, tomorrow we'll be talking much better, but that about John was a prophet and more than what? A prophet. Jesus said that John was what? Was more than what? A prophet. Yet he did not perform any miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Why was John was more than a prophet? Because of his assignment to what he was coming to do. To introduce Jesus. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. To introduce Jesus. And tomorrow, we're gonna, tomorrow, uh, at least it's going to be on the evening service. We're going to go deeper on, on this word about this topic. Amen. Yet he was more than a prophet, but anyone in the, in the New Testament is greater than John. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Hey. Anyone in the New Testament is what? It's greater than John. John who was more than a prophet. Amen. Hey, don't Amen. I'm saying to you, there is something about a new creation. When you are born again, you are more than a what? A prophet. Amen. I will show you that tomorrow as we're going to be dealing with it in the evening. Because that is the verses. Uh, hey, this is the verses that are coming which you are talking about that on that chapter. Amen. Then this this. Uh, look, we're going to be on it tomorrow in the evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it's going to be so powerful. We have gone through it on there. Because I want to tell you this. There is a, if you, have, you are reading your Bible, you will realize that um, there is a similarity between Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Amen. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. Most of the time, the same thing that Matthew is talking about, you will see it in Luke, the same thing. Amen. You will see it in Mark, in Luke, in John. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It was the gospel according to Matthew. Amen. The gospel according to Mark. Amen. The gospel according to Luke. The Amen. gospel according to who? To John. Amen. All of them are similar. Hallelujah. Amen. Then I want you to know that then, um, wow, tomorrow is going to be fire for fire. Anyway, Amen. remember today is just a midday service. We're still going to have a main service tonight where it will be so glorious. Say, my day is blessed. My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My, family. my career is blessed. My business is blessed. Say my country is blessed. The whole world is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Say devil. Take off your hand. From my day. From my family, from my career, from my business, from my anything, say I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest. 
Bring my miracles. My testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say this. Um, remember today is Sunday. Hallelujah. From the book of Luke chapter 7 from verse number 19. The Bible reads as follows. He sent them to the Lord and asked, Are you the one who is to come? Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? Let us go on. Verse number 21. At that time, very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, illnesses, and evil spirit, and gave sight to those who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen. Go back to John and report what you have seen. Hallelujah. Amen. And heard the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the devious, the dead are raised, and good news is proclaimed to the poor. And blessed is anyone who does not stumble in account of me. If, if not, what did you see? Verse 25. Go out to see a man dressed in fine clothes. No, those who wear expensive clothes and including indulge in the luxury places. But what did you go and see? A prophet. Yes, I tell you, more than a prophet. This is the one whom it is written. I send, I will send a messenger ahead of you who will prepare a way before you. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Actually here, what was happening, you know, the Bible is talking about, it was John the Baptist. John the Baptist, he sent his messengers. He sent his messengers and said, hey, go and see, go and ask Jesus Christ, are you the one whom we are waiting for? Or, must we wait for somebody else? Who was he talking about? He was talking about the Messiah. It was the question to say that, are you the Messiah? Are you Christ? Then John was asking what? Are you Christ? Are you the Messiah? Or must we wait for somebody else? You know, the Bible says that the Bible said that um, here is John asking, are you the one or must we wait for somebody else? Imagine, John was the one who baptized Jesus Christ. He was the one who the heaven opened. He saw the, the sign. He said the sign, the heaven opening, the Holy Spirit coming like a dove to Jesus. And he was the one, and he who had also that day when the Father spoke from heaven to say that this is my son whom I love. And now, even the, the, the sign which God has said that I will show you when the Messiah came, he has revealed to you to John that day in Jordan. But after some times, because John was no longer close to Jesus, Hallelujah. Amen. He was not close. Jesus is revealed. After that, he go and you go another, continue to do what he's doing. 
Then now he doesn't see what is happening in Jesus. He doesn't hear what Jesus Christ is saying. Now he's stumbling. Now he's doubting. Are you the one? Are you the Messiah? Are you the Christ? But why did John begin to stumble? Why did John begin to doubt? John is stumbling and is doubting because he was not close to Jesus. He did not hear when the Lord spoke. He did not see when the Lord acted. If he would have, he wouldn't have stumbled that this is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, there is a difference when you hear about Jesus Christ from afar. There is a difference when you experience himself. When you experience him spoke, the word of God has been spoken to you. There is a difference when you see what the Lord is doing and you experience it by yourself. There is a difference. Many people who doubt and wonder, is Jesus real? Is Jesus Christ alive? Is he the son of the living God? Many people are far from him. Are far. They can't hear him speak. They can't hear the word of God. They can see when he acts. Then the doubt begins to build up. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then the doubt begins to do what? To, to build up. If you want to walk successfully in faith and in Christ... You need to listen to him. Not, let me tell you this. Not listening to him once for a while, after a while. You know, some people, they say that they are Christians. When they say they are Christians, they don't expose themselves enough to the word of God. They don't expose enough, themselves enough to what Christ is doing. Then they end up being Christians who are unbelievers. They think they are still Christians, but they are not. Because they doubt like this. John had an encounter with Jesus. John had a supernatural encounter. But because he, he, he said that, okay, it's Jesus Christ. Yes, he's the son of the living God. Yes, he's the Messiah. After that, he does not dare to follow him. After that, he does not dare to keep close. He continues to do his things now. He doesn't even know what, what Jesus Christ is teaching. He doesn't even know what Jesus Christ is doing. Now the doubt begins to build up. It's like many Christians are like that. The day that this person was born again, yes, he, he was born again. Yes, this person had an encounter with God. This person had a supernatural encounter with the Lord. But the problem is that after that, that person walk away and begin to be busy like ordinary people. Begin to be busy with the things of the world and never kept a close distance with the Lord. And never lived hearing the word of God. And never lived practicing the word of God. Never lived doing the things of God. That's the problem of many Christians. There are many Christians today who are unbelievers and they don't know. No wonder when they hear, the, when they judge Jesus from afar, they will say, is it the one? There is somebody, I don't know, that, that phone was just put on the loudspeaker now or what? On the, on the messenger. It's giving a bit of noises. Hallelujah. Amen. Then that's the problem with many people. The things of God, they are not meant for you to do them once in a while. If you want to be a true and effective Christian, they don't want you to do once in a while. They don't want you to want them to do. You don't have to do them when you feel like, okay, maybe today I feel like praying. Maybe today I feel like going to church. Maybe for today I feel what I feel like, what I feel like it's all about. The things of God you have to do when you do feel like and don't feel like. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. You wake up and pray whether you feel like praying or you don't want to feel like praying. 
You have to be in the service because whether you feel like to be in the service or not, you do yourself a favor. Whatever you do, it must become your lifestyle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then when John, Jesus Christ was revealed, yes, he was close to him. He had a revelation. But after that, he kept a distance. Now, he does not even have had one sermon that Jesus Christ has perished. He has not had one sermon. He has not had an encounter with Jesus Christ. It became a disadvantage to him. Then he began to doubt. You know, sometimes I tell the people, you know, I used to, we were, we were operating this WhatsApp group, the online ministry through the WhatsApp group. I told them, most of them, when they begin to enter those groups, that if, if you want to walk in this platform very well and benefit, participate. If you don't participate, sooner or later I will see, I will see that person leaving because what? They, hey, because the more you participate, the more anointing touches you. They will, the more we walk in the spirit together. But the more you keep a distance, the more anointing lifts. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then the things of God, we need to be engaged to them day in and day out. Amen. It's not because today I say I want to pray because I've got a problem. I want to pray because I've got a prayer request. Some people are like that. The day that you see that person praying, know that day today there is a prayer, there is a problem. Amen. If you see them, that person praying, know that is what today there is a problem. It's like the same thing I'm telling you about that WhatsApp group, some stuff like that. Sometimes the day that I see this person commenting, I know a prayer request is coming. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But this thing must be a lifestyle. Hallelujah. Amen. We must live in Him. We must move in Him. And not do it because we are in trouble. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of Psalms chapter 1. I want to show you something there. Psalms chapter 1. La criata pason tarabaya. La criata pason takabazia katalabaha. Psalm chapter 1. The Bible says from verse number 1 Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or take, take or sit in the company of the mockers. But whose delight is in the law and the, of the Lord, and who meditate on his law when? Day and night. Then the Bible is telling us that the formula here that if you want to be blessed, your company must not be mockers. Your company must not be sinners. Your company must not be the wicked ones. But your you are company must be that of the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Where you will meditate and practice the word of God day in and day out. Amen. Not because you are in trouble. Amen. Not because you have got prayer requests. Whether things are going well or we are living in him, we are moving in him, we are listening to the word, we are practicing the word, hallelujah. Amen. Jesus must never be a visitor in your life. Jesus must never be a stranger to you. Some Christians, you know, Jesus Christ becomes a stranger like this. When they begin to doubt... When they begin to doubt, you find a Christian doubting a, a pure miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. What is the problem? There is not used. Some, these are the people who visit the presence of God. These are the people who visit the glory of the Lord. When you are living in this kind of life close to Jesus, spending time with Jesus, first of all, he build your faith through his word. You begin to, what he does, you begin to be used to it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. 
By this time, oh Peter, hey, by this time, oh, oh, all the apostles, it was a norm that the blind eyes opened. It was, it was a norm that he raises the dead. It was a norm that Jesus Christ is a what? It's a miracle worker Amen. to them. But to John, it was not like that. He was not close to Jesus. I'm sure I don't know what could have happened now because his disciples, they were told now by Jesus Christ that Jesus said that, hey, when you go back, tell him what you have seen. Tell him what you have heard. That, hey, yeah, this Jesus Christ is, is not doing an ordinary things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. He's not doing ordinary thing to show that this is the Messiah. Nothing like this have ever happened. That miracle galore have happened like this. Amen. Nothing like this. This is Jesus is not an ordinary man. He's the Messiah. He's the Son of the Living God. Amen. Go and help. Imagine now, John is just hearing from afar. He's just hearing from afar. Whereas he was supposed to experience these things. Amen. He was supposed to be hearing the word of God from the master. Amen. When Jesus Christ is revealed to you, you must never let him go. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. This is what I did personally. I don't remember from the day that I, I was so, so uh, committed to the Lord, building the system to the Lord, and the Lord ever revealed to me. I don't remember the day that I ever said that I have taken a holiday from the Lord. Never. I am in Him for life. I am in Amen. Him beyond this lifetime. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. There is no room for us to take holiday to say, it's like I've prayed too much. Hey, it's like, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Never. Amen. In him we move. In him we, we live and we have our what? And have our beings. Amen. You, have, you have gone to the place and you have reached a place where you have realized that without him I am nothing. And without him, I cannot do anything. Amen. I need him to survive. Amen. Then in the same way, Jesus Christ must be part of your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You must never allow a distance with him. Never. There must never be a distance. There must never be a room that you don't hear from him because doubt most of the time it begins to build up when people don't hear enough of the word of God. They are hearing it once a week. They are hearing it twice a week. Amen. They are hearing that word of God three times a week. Every day the word of God must be part of your life. No wonder Jesus Christ said that in the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse number 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? But by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hey, if the word of God, you have to live by it, and it's been compared by, with the bread, with food, that means it's a food to your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. In a week, how many times do you eat? Do you eat once? No. Do you eat twice? No. Why are you listening? Why does a person want to listen to the word of God once a week? Amen. If you can't live with the natural food with one meal once a week, then also the word of God once a week is not enough. Amen. If you cannot eat with eating only twice a day or twice a week, then that means also the word of God indulge on it as much as you eat or you are supposed to be eating food. Amen. Amen. Isn't that we have got people who eat in the morning, who eat in the afternoon, who eat in the evening? Yes, then if the word of God is compared with the food, so this is how our this is our prescription for success. Hallelujah. Amen. For faith. 
Because we live by faith, not by what? Not by sight. And faith comes by what? Comes by hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. Then this man, wonder powerful man, more than a prophet. Jesus said that John was more than a prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he was doubting the Lord. He was dead on the Lord because he had not been spending time with him. The day he saw him, he had an encounter. The day he met him indeed, he had a, a revelation from above. Amen. But Amen. the problem, he lost contact. Amen. Then this is the Amen. problem of many people who you realize that they are they are cold in the things of God. Amen. Why are they cold? Amen. Because they lack the fellowship with the master. Amen. They lack spending time with him and hearing from him. Amen. Amen. They are hearing from the wrong sources. Amen. Then we must not Amen. hear from the wrong sources. Hear from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as you keep on hearing him, as long as you can keep on seeing him, oh, you know, this thing is very easy. Amen. The Bible said that one day, you know, I like this. One day Jesus Christ was in the boat. No, it was not in the boat. The disciples on this time were in the boat. And there was a huge storm. And Jesus Christ. You know, he followed them walking on top of water. When he was walking on top of water then, the Bible said that when they were scared, they said, Jesus said, no, don't be scared. I'm not the ghost. It is me who is walking on top of water. Amen. And Peter said that if it is you, Lord, tell me to come. Tell me to come. Amen. And the Bible said that. Jesus said, hey, Come. And uh, he began to walk on top of water. As long as Peter kept on looking on Jesus, he could do the impossible. Amen. He could walk Amen. on top of water. Amen. But the problem Amen. began. Amen. Peter was distracted by the waves, by the wind. He began to realize, ah, I'm walking on top of water. This is water. Ah, ah. He began to doubt. When he began to doubt, he began to sink. And he began, oh, Lord Jesus, help me. And Jesus all came up with the hand and brought him out. Said, Peter, why did you doubt? He doubted because he looked at the winds. He looked on the waves. He looked on the storm. He Amen. was supposed to focus on Jesus. Amen. Then I'm saying the same thing. Also, John, if he focused on Jesus from verse now, from Day number one after baptism, I'm telling you, he was not going to be sending people to say, are you the one or must we expect other people else, other people? But he lacked fellowship with the Lord. Amen. Then now he is doubting the Lord. Amen. Then to avoid doubting the Lord, we must have a fellowship with him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. In a daily basis. Amen. Not in a weekly basis. Oh, let me tell you this. In the Old Testament, the people of old, they used to go to the temple of God once a week on Sabbath. Amen. Not in the New Testament. In the New Testament, okay, before we go to the New Testament. In the Old Testament, only the priests used to live in the presence of God. They used to live there. They used to work there in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. They were working all. It was their job. In the New Testament, all of us, we are priests. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Meaning that we have to live in the presence of God day in and what? And day out. Then this thing of going to church on Sunday, it is not a, for the New Testament's church. Amen. It's an Old Testament church. Amen. It's just that they did not have a, a proper system which they can, it was not practicable that there could be a church from Monday to Sunday like that. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Then they say, okay, let us just take this one thing from the Old Testament that they used to meet only on Sabbath. Let us meet once a week. But it is not practicable because what God requires is not fulfilled that God said that meditate upon my word when? Day and night. But with a platform like this, we can fulfill it because now as I speak, you are in your house. Amen. You don't even have to drive to go to church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are in the presence of God. It is easy now to be in the presence of God day in and day out and day out. We don't have to test the presence of God. We have to enjoy the glory of God. Hallelujah. Wow. Say Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Help me to live in his presence. Help me to live in his presence. Help me to live in his power. Help me to live in his power. Hallelujah. You know, tomorrow we'll be talking much better, but that about John was a prophet and more than what? A prophet. Jesus said that John was what? Was more than what? A prophet. Yet he did not perform any miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. One, why was John was more than a prophet? Because of his assignment to what he was coming to do. Amen. To introduce Jesus. Amen. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. To introduce Jesus. And tomorrow, we're gonna, tomorrow uh, at least it's going to be on the evening service. We're going to go deeper on, on this word about this topic. Yet he was more than a prophet, but anyone in the, in the New Testament is greater than John. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Hey! Anyone in the New Testament is what? Is greater than John. John who was more than a prophet. Amen. Hey, don't Amen. Look. I'm saying to you, there is something about a new creation. When you are born again, you are more than a what? A prophet. I will show you that tomorrow as we're going to be dealing with it in the evening. Because that is the verses. Uh, hey, this is the verses that are coming which you are talking about that on that chapter. Amen. Then this, uh, this uh, look, we're going to be on it tomorrow in the evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it's going to be so powerful. We have gone through it on there. Because I want to tell you this. There is a, if you, have, you are reading your Bible, you will realize that um, there is a similarity between Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Amen. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. Most of the time, the same thing that Matthew is talking about, you will see it in Luke, the same thing. Amen. You will see it in Mark, in Luke, in John. Amen. Hallelujah. It was the gospel according to Matthew. Amen. The gospel according to Mark. Amen. The gospel according to Luke. The Amen. gospel according to who? To John. Amen. All of them are similar. Hallelujah. Amen. Then I want you to know that then, um, wow, tomorrow is going to be fire for fire. Anyway, Amen. remember today is just a midday service. We're still going to have a main service tonight where it will be so glorious. Say, my day is blessed. My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My business is blessed. Say, my country is blessed. The whole world is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Say devil, devil, take off your hand hand from my day, from my my family, from my my career, 
from my career, from my business, from my business, from my anything, from my anything. Say I lose angels now. I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest. Bring my harvest. Bring my miracles. My testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say this. Um, remember today is Sunday.